Welcome to Go Rangers Radio, where the New York Rangers are always the talk of the town. If you bleed red, white, and Rangers blue, hail the king, follow the bread man, and know how to spell Capo Caco, then you've tuned to the right place. And now, here are your handsome hosts, Kevin Delury and Paul Cuthbert. They're not always going to get it right, but you can be damn sure they'll pretend they are. Now, let's go Rangers Radio. Welcome to Go Rangers Radio, right here. Brought to you by Go Hockey Media, live from New York. A little pilot episode with yours truly, Mr. Paul Cuthbert, and welcoming my good friend, Mr. Kevin Delory. Kevin, what's going on, buddy? Paulie, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good. You sound excited. You sound excited. I am, man. I'm, I'm a little rusty, but uh, I am excited, man. It's uh, it's been a long, long time, but I, I'm really excited about doing this with you. Um. And excited to just create this thing, the the fan response, uh, just even on Twitter and social media the last couple of days since we uh, kind of announced this back in, in July and spring and obviously ramped up everything uh, marketing-wise the last couple of days. And now here we are. We're on the mic. Uh, we're getting things going. Uh, a little Islander uh, lost last night. Big win for us in the preseason. These games mean nothing, but we're heading towards opening night next week. And uh, I'm, I'm just glad to be here. So how you been, bro? Yeah, really good, really good. I'm excited to get going with this as well. I feel like we've been talking about it for so long and planning and whatnot, and to finally be, uh, you know, getting going is is, is definitely uh, definitely exciting. Um, you know, I think that we're going to have something, you know, really unique and really really great here that uh, you know Ranger fans are going to enjoy. I think that we have a, a fun, interesting take, you know, on the team. It's not going to be, uh, you know, the typical stats and. And whatnot that's out there these days. I think we're going to bring a little humor to the table. And, uh, you know, if people can stand my Long Island accent, um, you know, I, I, I think we should uh, have a fun time over here. Uh, that's a wonderful accent, Kevin. I have, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's funny. Let's let's it's before we get into the team. And, and, and I think, you know, uh, me and you getting back together here and and the rebuild and and where the team's right now, uh, you know, starting over and stuff. We, we got to go back just a little bit and kind of let the fans know how me and you know each other and. And how far we go back. It's got to be at least about um, almost nine, ten years. And, you know, I used to do uh, hockey this week with the guys and stuff. And me and you have done, a, you know, a couple of uh, on-location podcasts with us uh, years ago before the technology. Well, I don't even think it was called podcasts. We barely even had Wi-Fi or broadband back then. But I know um, you were doing the blog back then. Uh, you know, for anybody who's listening for the first time, I mean, I know everybody knows you because of the blog. But... Uh, talk about when you started the blog, and, and that's how we found you. We were starting our, our little radio network, and, and you were the range of guy that uh, you know we called on to, to come on the show when we first started. But uh, uh, give everybody a little bit of background on the blog. Yeah, sure. I mean, I started the blog back in 2007 um, as just, uh, you know, as a huge Ranger fan and someone who was on the Internet all the time just looking for Ranger news. Um, you know, I just felt like it was all over the place. I mean, back then message boards were huge. If you remember, like I'd be on the MSG message board and the Rangers website would have their own message board. And then you'd have to go to ESPN for this and, and CBS sports and, and whatnot. So, you know, I felt as though I, 
you know, I was really looking for a sort of a one-stop shop for blogs. So I was like, you know what? Let me put my money where my mouth is. And, you know, I started my own blog where I sort of just started putting Ranger news out there and would give a couple of, you know, sentences of my own sort of take, you know, on the news of that time. And, you know, I would basically just do it every day. I, I had like 10 to 12 posts every day. I mean, I sort of went nuts with it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it sort of it sort of blew up from there. And, and really, you know, as far as, you know, hooking up with you guys, you know, I was always looking to try to get the blog out there. And I know that you guys had, um, you know, established yourselves as, as uh, like you said, there wasn't a lot of podcasting going on, but you were you were one of the better ones out there for sure. So, you know, I know that you guys had asked me to come on. I thought it was a great opportunity. And, uh, you know, I always thought we, we meshed real well, um, you know, when I went on the show. So, um, yeah, I did the blog until I probably ended it, I think, like three years ago. You know, just complete burnout on my end, and, <laughs> you know, family and, you know, everything sort of gets in the way when you're when me i'm now in my 40s which is just amazing to think about it was like i think it was 30 when i started the blog um <laughs> so it's sort of nuts but yeah yeah it's it's i'm excited to sort of take this next step um to see where the technology is going i remember when we remember we went to the uh the home opener the one year and we were trying to do the live stream with the video and we couldn't get the wi-fi and you know i what always was thought, the name of that bar man it's still there isn't it um, oh, I forgot what it was called Pucky where duck we were. Or the duck puck or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I felt as though you know we always you know we always wanted to take it further, push it further. Um, you know what we were doing at the time, the technology just wasn't there, and you know podcasting is just so huge now. I, you know this is sort of I think the perfect spot for us. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I punched out too. We, we gave it a good run there, and it was. Uh, it's not easy, and it's funny because uh, I think what we were doing ourselves and everything I was doing with hockey this week and everything, we were kind of ahead of the times a little bit, but we just the technology wasn't there. There was really no belief in it, and we put a lot of time and uh, effort into it, and then it just got really tough to kind of maintain, as you know, too, because once you get going in, into uh, into expanding your coverage and then watching every game and the stats and everything else, it gets a little overwhelming. Now, at least today, and the other thing, too, is, Kevin, back then the, the teams themselves weren't caught up with the uh, with social media. I mean, they weren't really. They didn't even. I remember working with the Islanders and everything like. They didn't ha even have it really back then. So you know, doing live broadcasts from the radio because now everybody has them, and now the teams too. I mean, they have their own shows. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Maloney and uh, John Giannone have their own podcast now and everything else. So everybody's doing it. It's all over the place. But back then, it was uh, it was brand new and the technology wasn't there. And uh, eventually, it eventually did run out. So. With me and you taking a break there, uh, and I, I remember we also did a we did a show at Mulcahy's too, uh, the playoffs that year too. We got a lot of memories, always good times. But uh, so this is cool. I mean, we fast forward here now. Um, you know, myself personally, just um, you know, we're talking about getting older and stuff, and the, and the kids getting older, and they get a little more free time, and and the fact that uh, it's a little easier to do these podcasts now. Um, when I reached out to you, I was like, hey, why don't, why don't we give this a shot? Uh, let's have some fun. And uh, we might be a little reserved tonight here, just getting things going and the pilot thing and, the, and, and introducing our, ourselves to everybody again. But there's no doubt, Kevin, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. And I think more than anything, Kevin, it's the team. Um, and we got to go back a little bit, too, in terms of um, where, where the team is now. Obviously, the, the Stanley Cup uh, finals run there a few years back. Uh, and then the conference championships, uh, you know, the conference final championships, so many, the Tortorella, the, the coaching changes, everything else, all that happened. And then, Kevin, we get to the letter. I want to start there, man, and, and, and get your vibe now 
uh, taking us to where we are right now going into uh, opening night next week. Yeah, you know what? I mean, how about us, by the way, before we talk about the team, how about us completely jumping on the bandwagon of, of the team, you know, now getting Capo Caco. <laughs> you weren't <laughs> it's supposed like... to say that, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I, did I, should I not have said that? Uh, you know, it's not like we started this thing last year when we knew that they were going to be terrible. It's like, oh, we got the brand new team and everything. <laughs> Time is everything. Time is everything. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, to go to the letter, I think it was the the perfect thing for the team to do at the time. I think that that sort of run of success, and I call it probably almost the golden era of, of Rangers hockey, you know, from 2005 until, what was it, 2017, um, when they basically made the playoffs every year but once. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you make a lot of bad decisions, I think, in those times, you know, to – I don't want to say bad, but immediate decisions, more about the now than than short-term decisions than long-term, you know, where you're giving players like Dan Girardi long-term contracts and Mark Stahl. Um, you're trading away a, a number of first-round draft picks. And, you know, eventually that stuff catches up with you, and, and, and it did. So I think the organization was smart to, to sort of reboot, um, trade a lot of their assets for picks and, and young players and, and and it's sort of uh, it's sort of coming to fruition now. So I'm excited for where this team is going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, myself being, you know, I do a lot of the, uh, you know, just in the early marketing for our new show here, the, uh, uh, the the old Rangers back in, you know, showing our age a little bit. But you know, myself going way back to days of uh, JD when he was a player and Espo and and all those guys through the through the '80s and the Herb Brooks years and uh, Michelle Bergeron, all that stuff. And 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 here we are now and. And, and the 90s, and they get burned out. And then, like I said, you just brought up, a, you know, they had a great run. And Brad Richards and uh, Mont St. Louis and all that emotional run and getting to the cup and everything else. And, and uh, you know, the Tampa Bay series, everything else. It's just, it's incredible. And then it just all starts to kind of fall apart. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll admit it too. I, I You know, you kind of lose interest in, in the team a little bit because, you know, you, you kind of get burnt out, I think, also as a fan. I'm not, I can't speak for the diehards. I mean, I'm a diehard, but I know there's guys out there that just uh, – you know, stick with the team through thick and thin, and uh, I'm not going to, you know, pass on any BS here. You, you pull back sometimes. I do that. Um, but I'm telling you, man, when that when they changed uh, with Gorton coming in and then, um, you know, say they're in the letter and actually getting a clean slate, you know, I was like, great, man, this is good. And then, uh, you know, Vigneault coming in and then the change and then getting to Quinn. What do you think about the, the, the pick of Quinn coming in, and what do you think about his, uh, his, uh, his start here with the organization? Yeah, I think I think he was the perfect hire. I mean, you're bringing a young guy who's you know full of energy and 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 obviously being on the college level is used to dealing with younger players and and sort of developing them. I, I think he was the perfect fit. You know, he really in his in his first year. I mean, the team obviously didn't have a great record um, and struggled at times, but you know they they were playing hard every night, which is really what you look for at that point. You know, the team could have given up a, a number of times. Um, and he didn't. So I think that's a testament to him and, and, and showing that he, he really was, you know, the perfect guy to bring in. They could have brought in a, a number of retreads that you see, you know, over and over. They could have made Lindy Ruff the head coach. I guess I'm shocked that he even he's even around right now. I mean, that's, again, maybe something we'll touch on, you know, another mm-hmm. day. But, um, you know, to me, when you're going to do this kind of uh, – a reboot where you're going to have all these young players in. I, I think having a young coach 
to sort of grow with the team and, and, and grow with those players is, you know, the, per- the perfect way to go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for me, he's he's been great. Yeah, no, I like him too. And I think uh, nowadays he's getting a little bit of firepower and some, uh, uh, you know, his lineup has actually got a lot of personality now and definitely some talent. Um, who do you miss? I mean, you look at some of the guys who let go, obviously Zook and uh, Hayes and, and, and some of the changes that the guys made, uh, you know, in the organization. Is there, who, who do you miss? Uh, who's who's no longer with the squad here before we start talking about, uh, you know, where they're heading now. Yeah, I mean, Zuccarello probably. I mean, he was just <laughs> such an awesome guy to watch. I mean, he's the smallest guy, yet the toughest guy, you know, on the ice. And, you know, he was such like a like a lovable player. I mean, you just wanted to give him a hug every time, like, you saw him on the ice and stuff. So, you know, seeing him go is really, really tough. You know, that he was like one of those just a – you know, a fan favorite and, you know, he's a guy you you really miss and you, you sort of wish they found a way to keep around. But, you know, look, they, they had to make tough decisions, whether it's, you know, getting rid of him or McDonough, um, you know, buying out Girardi. Um, you know, those guys were there again from, you know, that time. And, and, you know, again, when they turned it around coming out of the lockout in 2005, 2006, when when they brought in Yager and uh, Lundqvist was was a rookie, and and you were sort of building. It's almost it, it's very similar to what's going on now. I think now is is a little bit. It's sort of that. I, I sort of have that kind of excitement again. If the Rangers missed the playoffs for eight years back then, after that um, the conference finals in '97 with Gretzky and Messier, and mm-hmm. they, they just they just fell off the cliff. Um, and then when they came back after the lockout, and they every, uh, what was it? Sports Illustrated, I think, had them as you know, the worst team in the league going in and then they made the playoffs and, you know, then again, they had the Lundqvist and they brought up Callahan and they brought up Dubinsky and Girardi and they drafted Stahl. And, you know, it's, it's almost similar to this, you know, and again, they had Yager, they brought in Straka and and Nylander, you know, I just, I'm sort of getting that same feeling, but like, it's like on crack now because, (laughs) because the players are that much better because you have Panarin and you trade for Truba and you get the second overall pick in, in Capo Caco. I mean, this guy is like a generational uh, talent. I mean, at least you're hoping. Um, you know, where back in the day where you're talking about where sort of things are fizzling out when the Rangers are making the run, you know, of those years in the playoffs, you're, you know, you're picking in the teens where, you know, that type of player is just not available or they're trading away all their first-round picks. So, you know, to be in this position now – where you're able to to get a guy like that and to see after the letter for for how quickly they were able to turn it around is 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 truly amazing. I, I couldn't be more excited again for this team, which is again why I'm I'm super excited that you came to me with the podcast because you know it sort of like you said it sort of reinvigorates you. You know, last year it was you know fun seeing Anderson and and Heedle and you know some of the other younger guys that they you know D'Angelo that they did brought in and and seeing them go, but, you know, the team was really struggling. It was tough to watch sometimes, but, uh, you know, just this off season just, just really re- reinvigorated myself. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and you look at uh, what's happened uh, off the ice, too, uh, you know, with the, the obviously getting the draft lottery pick there and the capo coming in and all that stuff, uh, you know, use out there. The, the to Just to have the Rangers uh, an opportunity to go one or two, you know, uh, was exciting, which guy they were going to get. But then you got to talk about, you know, uh, the job Gorton's done 
And also JD coming back. I, I got to tell you, man. Like I said, going back as a kid growing up with with uh, with that team in, in the seventies and going to the finals and beating the Islanders, uh, you know, and uh, before you know losing to the Habs, obviously in seventy nine. But uh, having you know, I, I I hated it when JD left as a TV announcer, you know, uh, originally. But to have him back, man, it's 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 like that 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 connection to the old the old guard and uh I'd love to get your take on on JD. I love the guy. Obviously, he's gotten so much experience there in St. Louis and in what he did with Columbus and everything and, and man, I give him so much credit hiring Tortorella there too uh and uh how they helped turn that uh, whole organization around. Uh and he's you know, talk about a guy who, you know, at that time you, you wouldn't have thought anybody would have touched Torch, you know what I'm saying, especially after that turn in Vancouver. Um so it kind of gives you a little insight in terms of uh JD and his his uh his loyalty to people and his dedication to it. And now he's coming back to the team that you know he loves so much. Uh, your take on J.D. coming back. Yeah, I mean, I, I basically had a smile on my face, uh, you know, since he was brought in. I mean, you know, there's, there wasn't a more perfect person to bring in. I mean, obviously, like you mentioned, his, you know, his link to, uh, you know, the organization and, you know, whether it's as a broadcaster or as a player, um, you know, just uh, it's amazing to have him back, especially with the experience he had. I mean, you see what he was able to to build in St. Louis with a culminating with the Stanley Cup, you know, uh, championship last year. I mean, his his fingerprints are all over that team. You know, he wasn't there when they won, but, it, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, roster had a lot to do with, you know, his picks, his his moves all being there. And then obviously what happened with Columbus last year, you know, I think it was the what was it the first time they made it to the second round, um, you know, as a franchise. So, you know, he did an amazing job over there. So now he comes in experience. You know, uh, I'm sure having him here helped with bringing Panarin in where he had a familiarity <laughs> with him. So that was nice. Um, and, and uh, yeah, it's it's really exciting, uh, you know, to have him back. Maybe we'll get a couple of uh, old babies coming from him. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, again, it, you know, it, it's funny. It's just everything right now for me is just so positive. I mean, you, there's very few things that I think you could critique right now you know, with what's going on with the organization, you know, I mean, you can't, as a Ranger fan, I mean, what more could you, could you possibly ask for right now, you know, with what, what they're doing and sure you could sit there and complain about, you know, who's playing with who right now, or, you know, if they potentially could send, you know, which one of these younger guys down to the AHL to begin the season or whatever. But, you know, just looking at, you know, overall, you know, building the team now and, and doing a rebuild. And I know a lot of times you hear, oh, you can't do a rebuild in New York and the fans won't take it. I, I, that's such baloney. Um, you know, I, I think Ranger fans especially, you know, I, I know I've been waiting for something like this for a long time where just tear it down, uh, you know, start over because these are the great things that can happen where you can draft higher and bring in a generational talent like Capo Caco. You can, um, you know, trade some of the older veterans uh, for younger, skilled players like the Rangers have been able to do. So, you know, um, uh, trust me, they'll probably be, you know, two weeks into the season and be, you know, one in 10 and I'll be screaming to fire yeah, everybody. I was going to say, we need, so what, what, what more can anybody ask for? It's going to be wins, man. There's no doubt about it. Uh... But, you know, I mean, to be honest though, I mean, for my, for me, you know, the expectations for this year, I, I really don't even have any. It's just to sort of develop the team and uh, develop these young players and, 
you know, if, if they make the playoffs, great. I mean, they'll be on the cusp of the playoffs, I, I, I assume. I mean, it seems as almost every team is, you know, these days. I mean, there's so much parity in the league. But, um, you know, uh, just seeing these guys grow um, is exciting. I, I, I love the mix on the team, too. What's funny is, you know, I have no expectations and whatnot. But the mix is almost like a, a team you would think that would do very well. You know, this mix of young and old and, and some of these, you know, high level, you know, top players in the league when you when you're looking at uh, <laughs> when, you're, when you're talking about, sorry, Truvin, Panarin, um, you know, to bring in that level of talent in. And then you and then you have some of the old guards still around, which is always nice to have when you have Pryder and Lundqvist and Stahl, you know, guys who have, have been in the trenches and know what it's like to be a Ranger and sort of, um, you know, pass that along to the new guys. You know, that, that, that's really great to have. And I, I like, you know, a little bite in the lineup um, when you have a Brendan Lemieux and, and D'Angelo, which, you know, so it's not, you know, all skill. I think you need to have a little bit of toughness, um, you know, in the lineup, you know, even in today's NHL, which is sort of trying to get away from that. I still think it's necessary. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love the makeup of, of the of the lineup right now. Yeah, no, it's cool. And I definitely want to talk about the signings there real quick. Uh, you know, just seeing uh, things transpire over the over the summer there. And then obviously Panarin and the interest there. I, I really thought he was going to go down to Florida uh, myself. And then Truba was just a, a, a massive surprise. I think uh, I just think he's going to be such an impact uh, for not only the team and but for a long term I think for the organization Truba is just uh, something else 25 years old uh, you get Panarin uh, and this is on top of obviously Kako coming in I mean that 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 trio of those those three things happened to me was like all right man this is this is you know this is major uh, influx because if if it goes the other way if they don't bring in Truba and if they don't get Panarin you know, Kako gets exciting, but it's you know it's not as uh, as an impactful thing with those two. You know, they're basically superstars. You know, as far as the you know Truba and Panera coming in here, um, and that's just you know to me it was like wow, this is just something else. And getting back to what we were talking about before, you know, when you know last two years with with Vegas going to the Cup Finals, with St. Louis winning last year. Uh, you know, you see teams like uh, the Islanders and, and the Canes and, you know, getting uh, first, second, get back into the playoffs. A lot of teams here, you know, some of the old guards, Chicago, L.A. Kings, uh, Nashville, they got a lot of miles on their uh, on their skates here the last few years. And, and uh, you know, the Sharks, too. It's up for grabs. So alluding to what you were saying before, it's a great mix. You got a, a coach now who's uh, getting some experience behind the bench. You got a very experienced uh, front office right now. And a, and a great mix. Of what you're saying, it, this is there's no reason that this, this team, if they stay healthy, um, and they stick together here, um, they they can. There's no doubt. I think that they can not only can make the playoffs, but um, you know they they might actually get you know deep into it because let's talk about him, KD. He's hung in there, and that's Hank. Um, he's he's still got it at 37 here, and then you got Georgia who played. I think Georgia was amazing. Uh, he's a lot about Richter about him in terms of his form and his style. Uh, his uh, his look at the puck, what he sees out there, um, and the fact that Quinn can go back and forth with the two of them is amazing. So let's talk about Hank here a little bit, uh, anchoring things down in the back. Yeah, I mean, you're you know, he's decided to see this thing through. You know, he could have left, he could have waived his no trade and and gone to a contender. Um, you know, which it may have been a little bit harder than than you think with his salary and whatnot. The Rangers, you know. Could have made it work, I'm sure, if he really wanted to go somewhere to, to try to win a cup. So, you know, it's nice to see this rebuild sort of uh, accelerated um, by bringing in these guys like Panera and Truba. I do, 
just to sort of walk back on on it for a sec is you know I I see a lot of Ranger fans talking about how you know the rebuild is over now you know I I, I caution Ranger fans to stay away from that sort of line of thinking because I really even with you know all the the positives that we're saying and this is you know it's all sort of uh, you know uh, lollipops and ice cream over here that we're talking about I mean you know the defense still has some issues. You know, this they have a lot of young players who literally haven't played an NHL game yet. This is still a rebuild. Um, so, you know, I, I see a lot of that out there on 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 Twitter and on social media. Like, oh, rebuild's over. Uh, no, this <laughs> team, <laughs> this team is not going to be like a tr- a true Stanley Cup contender. I mean, for me, for at least two years. I mean, that's what I'm I'm looking at for sure. I mean, like I said, I love the makeup. I love this. I love that. But at the same time, I and mean, we got to be realistic about things that it's not going to turn around, you know, immediately. And and look, some teams have done it. Look, Vegas came in in their first year and made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. Anything can happen. But you know, if you if you if you're being realistic about things, which uh, you know, I I'm, again, as we're getting older, I try to be. As they, when I was younger, I'd be, you know, we're winning the cup this year. But you know, you know, I, as I'm trying to be more measured, you know, these days, it's um, not possible, pal. Yeah, I know, I know. Like I said, it's easy in 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 uh, exhibition season and uh, to be this way, but um, but I I still think the team is is a ways away. I think it's nice to have Truba in and Panarin in, and the good thing is that they're on long term contracts, so it's not like there is an immediacy to win this year or even next year, you know, they're going to be around. They're still going to be in their prime. Like you mentioned, Trouba's 25, you know, there's some, there's some time to build this thing with them here. Um, trust me, Panarin's going to light it up, you know, this year anyway, and it's going to probably single-handedly get them to that, to either in the playoffs or just missing the playoffs. So, you know, it's, I, I see it being a, a successful season on that end, but for me, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm. When you do a total re, uh, tear down, to me, your eye is on a cup, and I, and I, and it's, and it's three, four years down the road from when you, you know, you write that letter, you make that decision. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I want to caution some Ranger fans or, or <laughs> talk real or whatever the heck you want to call it. You know that you know it's still a rebuild. It just because you brought those guys in doesn't mean it's not a rebuild. You know, you still have all these young players. I mean, we all think that uh, Capo Caco is going to score like 50 goals this year. You know, he may only score 20. 47. You know, 47. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> Kraftsoff may start the season in the AHL. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, there's – and maybe he doesn't deserve it, but the organization feels as though they want him to get lots of minutes on the power play, penalty kill, or whatever they want to do in the AHL and, and in Hartford, and, and that's fine. You okay. know, it, it's, it's not about this year. Um, so, anyway. But no, I, I KD, I look, <laughs> well, I mean, these are great problems to have, and I think this is, like, what's so fun about, you know, not only where the team is, the direction it's going, it's also, like I said, it's fun about me and you getting back here together, and I know we're just kind of rambling on to tonight. It's the first pilot show, and, you know, me and you uh, especially, you know, the games don't count until next week. You got the, you know, opening night next Thursday. We're going to fire things back up here on Wednesday. We'll know what the roster is. We'll know what's going on. You know, you need the, the games to count to start clicking here, and we'll, we'll going to have a lot of fun and we just want to let the fans know that that you know 
um, myself and Kevin here, we're we're, uh, we're just you know getting back onto the uh, into the saddle here. Uh, I'm excited about it, you know, just on a production end, just getting used to doing this, uh, you know, uh, back and forth, and, and and just even just working the control board here, Kevin. It's just like uh, you know getting back into it, but I'm excited, and and it just like yeah. it, it just kind of coincides with where the team is, and and we are realistic, and I think uh, a lot of the fans know that, but yeah. it's going to be enjoyable because. Um, the talent that they have mixed in here with a lot of the young guys, and the fact that we can actually say that now, uh, watching these kids kind of to come in and, and you know they've kind of uh, you know straightened out the organization down there in Hartford with the Wolfpack, uh, you know JD coming in, uh, just the hockey organization as a whole. You know the fan base is here, right? We got the greatest fans in the world. Uh, you know uh, it's been obviously a hell of a long, long time since 1994. Get close there a little bit, 2014 and stuff, but. Um, you know, this is where we're back now. We got some fun. We're going to, you know, a a team to look into, uh, some great names. We've lost a couple of favorites here the last couple of years, guys leaving and free agency and everything. But um, it is. It's definitely exciting to to see what's going on because I'll be honest with you, Kevin – I didn't see this coming. I, you know, when when Saban Gordon came out with that letter, I didn't think you know that was going to happen because we've been conditioned for the, uh, you know, the the breakdown and then just slowly coming back into whatever. But there seems to be more than anything, Kevin, with this group and with JD and with Gordon. I think, and I've been really impressed with Gordon too, coming in here and and, and taking a hold of this and the decisions that they've made. I love his press conferences, the way he talks. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he, he's a smart hockey guy. Uh, JD obviously too, and, and Quinn too. The three of them um, are just smart hockey guys, and they're and they're they're level-headed guys, which obviously we're we're not so much used to uh, with torts there a couple of years ago. And and um, I want I do want to get your thoughts here on, on Vigneault and, and and him going out and how do how do you think that ended real quick, um, as opposed to say you know a guy like Quinn coming in uh, only from the college level uh, and taking over this team and this organization. It's the New York Rangers. They got all the money in the world. Biggest city, greatest fans. Um, that, just that, I want to go back on that transition and, and just maybe just quick thoughts on and Vigneault here to let the pass go as we move forward. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Vigneault's, uh, as Sather said, I think Sather once said, you know, every coach has a shelf life. And, you know, he, he was expired. You know, he was way past his shelf life. I mean, you know, he, look, he took the team to a, a Stanley Cup final. He took them to a, a conference final. And, uh, you know, I, I, I thank him for that. Those two years were uh, amazing years. The blog did very well as far as <laughs> <laughs> as far as, uh, you know, readers went. And, you know, it was a, it was a great time. Um, but, you know, he you know, he had some some personnel uh, decisions that were quite baffling over the years as well, um, where he stuck with some veterans and, and put them in positions that they probably shouldn't have been in. You know, like a Dan Girardi, and and I love Dan Girardi, and and uh, you know I wish him well. He obviously he announced his retirement the other day. You know, just a, a an absolute warrior. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 one of those guys who brought the Rangers back. You know, from the dead um, of of the late '90s and early 2000s. Um, you know, so I, I will forever be grateful for you know what he did for you know the Rangers organization. But at the same time, you know because he put his body on the line every night and Tortorella basically played him like, you know, 40 minutes a night. Um, uh, you know, he began to, you know, run down a little bit and Vigneault would, would still put him out there. And, uh, you know, he would, he would go with, you know, the veterans, I think a little bit too long, especially on defense. I, you know, that series against Ottawa, that 
that, uh, you know, the last time the Rangers were in the playoffs in a series, they absolutely should have won um, and made it to the conference finals that year. You know, he Smith and and uh, Shea were the, were the top pairing on defense. And, and for some reason, he would not play them at the end of the game. And, and it was just maddening mm-hmm. with the way he worked the lineup. And, and, and it really was time for a change, I think. You know, he had run his course, I think, with the fans, with the organization, I think with the team as well. I mean, he was a real hands-off coach. You know, he left the locker room to the players. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily like that kind of coaching. I like a little bit more in-your-face, like a Tortorella type guy. I mean, that's my kind of coach. I love yep. torts. I, you know, I, I think he's the perfect guy to bring in. I mean, other than Quinn, who I think has is, is been doing a great job, I mean, I think Tortorella, as you saw with Columbus, as you mentioned before, He's sort of the perfect guy to bring in with a young group um, because he is so hands-on and can get in a young guy's face and, and, and I think, motivate him. Um, but um, I, I, I don't think that Vigneault's style um, would have worked with this team with so many young players and, and being a, more of a hands-off type coach um, where, where again, Quinn comes from the college ranks where he's dealing with college players and knows how to deal with the younger player and, and sit down and talk to him and how to talk to him. Um, so, you know, I think it was the sort of perfect transition um, to, to Quinn. And again, you do have to give kudos to Gordon, uh, you know, for seeing that and, uh, you know, uh, making that decision again, not to go, like I mentioned before with, you know, a retread, uh, you know, they see the same coaches sort of going from organization to organization um, and, and bringing in sort of a fresh face, because uh, I think that's not only good for the Rangers, I think that's good for the league um, to bring in some fresh blood and some turnover, which is, which is nice to see. So, yeah, I, again, you know, you know, all positive. And, and, you know, I didn't mean to be like Debbie Downer, like, you know, from Saturday Night Live, like, wah, 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 you know. But, you know, I mean, uh, it, it's not all, all going to be sunshine out there this year. And there'll be, you know, lots of issues that I'm sure we'll be yelling about. You no, know, I, as we I, move as we move forward, but for now, I have no complaints. Yeah, and you know what, Kevin? <laughs> Kevin, you, look, every every great team that you know, any team that's going to become great has to go through that. So this is still a, a bunch that really doesn't even know each other that well. You know what I'm saying? They haven't. Yeah. You know, they got to get on the road together. They got to go through ups and downs. It's the it's the same old hockey adage. Uh, it's going to be fun for us to watch, and yeah, it's probably going to be difficult to watch too. You know, and it'll be yeah, interesting. And, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and, and just think about how great it is to, you know, to go through a rebuild. I love the build, you know, like to start at nothing and, and just to be able to like watch the team sort of progress, you know, to go from, you know, getting rid of, you know, these these icons that we all love, you know, and did so many great things for the organization um, to using, you know, what they've gotten back for those players to bring in these young, talented guys. And then watch them take the next step to, you know, progress and, and become, you know, better players, learn the league, you know, go through their sort of bumps along the way. And then hopefully in a couple of years, you see that pay off into a Stanley Cup, you know, champ. Like how much more gratifying is it going to be, you know, you know, hopefully when this team wins a cup by, you know, starting from the ground floor with homegrown talent than it is, you know, the way that, you know, say they used to run it, you know, trying to just, you know, buy the best guys, you know, bringing a Lindros and a Flurry and a Kaminsky and, you know, those type of guys, you know, which obviously doesn't work. 
Um, the pains you know, are coming but, back. The pains yeah, I know. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I don't mean to bring up any uh, PTSD for you know us Ranger fans, but you know, but to but to go through the build, like I am so like excited for it, you know, and and just seeing it sort of progress to this point. And look, it could all fall apart tomorrow with you know a couple of bad moves where the Rangers are you know on the cusp of making the playoffs, and Gordon decides like let's go for it this year, and he trades away you know like a young player. You know, he trades, not that he's ever going to do this, but he trades away, crafts off or, you know, some, <laughs> you know, veteran. Look, it could all fall apart just as easy as it started. But I think that they really do have a plan. I don't think J.D. would ever allow that to happen. Um, and, and, and it's good to see them seeing it through, which is why I, I, I'm going to have a hard time criticizing really any of the moves that they're Oh, come on, be... K.D., you never <laughs> hold back, buddy. <laughs> I told you. I told you I'm getting measured in this old age of mine. I don't know if it's that or all the white claw I've been drinking. Oh, you know, this man. summer that's that's mellowing me out. I gotta reach out and <laughs> get a sponsorship for us there, buddy. That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I, I you know, I try I, I trust this leadership, you know, that, that is running this team right now to be making the proper decisions. And if they feel as though Kraftsoft going to the AHL is the best plan, I'm gonna stick with it. If I if they think that you know, Leas on the fourth line and Howden on the third line is the way to go, then that's great. Or Heedle on the wing and putting Strom as the second line center or Nemestikov or whatever they decide and, you know, stick, um, you know, putting Kapokaka on the fourth liar. line. You liar! You are a liar! <laughs> we'll be here in two, three weeks. You'll be screaming your head off. Are you kidding me? Nah, it'll be fun, man. It's, uh, I hear you, man, but that's, that's the cool thing, right? We're, uh, we got nothing to lose here. Uh, me and you jumping back on the bandwagon. <laughs> Just, I have to remember that this stuff is going to be archived. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and people are going to be like posting clips, you know, sending it to me like, you said you weren't going to get mad if Capo Cago was on the fourth line. Oh, Meanwhile, man. calling for, you know, Quinn's head yeah. in November. That's the difference about uh, radio here, buddy. Uh, you know, you can go and uh, you know edit your text and stuff, but once it goes out here, that's right. You're on the blog, I just delete that post. What are you talking about? I never said that. Well, uh, just remind everybody, you all listen to Go uh, Rangers Radio. Uh, Kevin Delory and myself, Paul Cuthbert here. We're uh, kicking things off with a little pilot show. I tell you what, we're going to do right now. We're just going to uh, take a little break. We're just going to take a sip of water here. We'll come back and we'll uh, we'll just do another five ten minutes here and wrap things up. As uh, we're excited here to kick things off. The first show is going to be next week. Uh, right before the home opener, I wanted me and Kev will talk a little bit about uh, some of the first games that the uh, the Rangers got coming up, a couple little things. So, uh, once again, thanks for hanging out with us here. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Go Rangers Radio right here live from New York, baby. Go Rangers Radio is always live and archived at GoRangersRadio.com. Follow us everywhere on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Go Rangers Radio. They sure ain't no leech and bookaboom, but they'll have to do for now. Back to Polly and KD on Go Rangers Radio. See, that was a quick break. <laughs> Not bad. I got I got to get used to this with the commercials and stuff. Oh yeah. What am I gonna do with my time? <laughs> I'm gonna sh- like shotgun a beer between the commercial. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Refresh the peanut jaw. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, pilot episode here. Go Rangers Radio. KD and Paulie kicking things off. We're rambling on here. We're really looking forward to uh, things going next week. Um, 
It's hard to believe, Kevin, man. We got um, open night here next Thursday. Uh, obviously, me and you are going to tear things up a little bit uh, next Wednesday and, and do this every week. But um, what, what are your thoughts here about, um, you know, maybe just a little bit on, on where the lineup uh, is right now heading into next week? And, and we'll talk about maybe these first couple of games. Yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of decisions to be made, actually. And was it eight days away uh, before the home opener? And, and, you know, they have to make some decisions. I mentioned it before that Kraftsoff maybe goes to the AHL. Heedle is apparent, you know, is has not had, you know, the greatest um, exhibition schedule so far. Um, you know, he's not sort of lighting it up. And then today, Quinn put Strom as the second line center where he said he was going to go with the three youngsters. He said not to look into it too much during his press conference. So maybe it was nothing. Um, so I, I think he still has a couple of, of, uh, of a decision, you know, to make there when I want to start the season with the middle, which I, look, I have no problem starting off and see what they got. I, I think they do need to earn their, allow them to play because, you know, um, you know, they're the young guys and let them uh, sort of fall on the sword and, and, and play through through whatever adversity they see. You know, if it gets really bad where he sees that they can't sort of fight their way out of it, I mean, he's going to have to make a decision, you know, to move them down in the lineup um, or send them down to the AHL. But, you know, I would like to see the young guys get a sort of a first crack at it. Um, but, you know, they have to make a decision. If they don't think that a young guy like, Craps off is going to get a lot of playing time. Maybe he is better in the AHL, you know, and I think on defense, I mean, they have a tough decision to make with the sixth and seventh um, spot, you know, with um, Hayek and Lindgren and, and uh, are they going to keep Smith around? And Joe Morrow is has been pretty impressive so far in camp. Um, so, Again, you know, where do you go have. with that? I mean, yeah. No, I mean it's it's just a great problem to have, um, and I think this is again the fun thing with the, with this squad and 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 getting things going here next week. And and myself personally, I'll be watching Quinn and and the coaching staff. Uh, you know, obviously along with everybody else in terms of just uh, how to manage that. You know, because you know it's it's no doubt you could see it in Quinn and his 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 press conferences there during the preseason and. You know, he's a little excited too. Do you think maybe he's also maybe just in a little bit of shock? He's like, you know, it, it's a totally, uh, completely different lineup. Obviously, with Panarin coming in and Trubin, obviously getting a kid like Kako coming in, and and Zabanaj has been such a great, uh, you know, uh, just steady force for the team here. I, I love the guy a lot. I know we haven't touched on him uh, too much here, but you know, I think he's just, um, you know, he's the new steady guy on the team, and. You know, maybe we can get to talk about captainship here a little bit too. But, um, you know, the defense, like you said, great problem to have where they're going to go, uh, who's actually going to make that opening night roster. But um, it's it's fun to look at. But it's going to be definitely uh, interesting to see where Quinn goes in that. So let me ask you about Mika there, and, and, and maybe we can talk a little bit just uh, real quick here on, on the captaincy, and, and should they name a captain? Um, I, I said this the other day on Twitter. I don't see, I, and Zabinajad is obviously seems to be like the fan favorite to be the captain. I, I, for some reason, I, I just don't see it with him. I don't see that. Uh, and this isn't a, a, a criticism of his, cause I think he's great. I mean, he's probably the most skilled player on the team right now. And he, and he does work well with teammates and stuff. I just feel like this team for the last couple of captains have had that sort of like lead by example guy which I think Zabinajab would be and look I'm not in the locker room so I have no idea maybe he's just you know you want me to get some press creds <laughs> come on you got some time Katie I'll get you down there man <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know 
I don't see like a captain on the team. I mean, you, you know, unfortunately, us Ranger fans are so spoiled with Messier that you, you sort of try to compare, you know, put everybody up to his, you know, standard, which you, you just can't. But I mean, I'm looking for more of a little, a little bit of that kind of leadership guy who, who isn't afraid to say something. Again, Callahan, I think, was more of a lead by example, quiet guy. You know, McDonough was sort of the same way. Um, so I, I don't know. I think I'm looking for a little bit more seriousness, you know, from from a captain. So, you know, I don't know if the guy is necessarily on the team right now. You know, I would say Kreider to me would be that guy because I, I think he could he could. He has those kind of attributes. See, now I totally, I totally I, disagree with that. I totally disagree, <laughs> Katie. Let's have a fight now, right? Come on, first fight. Let's just do it. <laughs> no, it's funny. I, I just, I don't. I mean, Kreider sometimes is just to me, especially in big games and stuff. He's just kind of lost his his cool, and um, I, you know, yeah. I, I, see, I, I'm I, just not feeling it. Probably the same way you're not feeling uh, Mika. See, I'm feeling more Mika, but I, I get it. I, I, I think what you just said before was perfect. Maybe that guy is just not on the team right now. Yeah, and I'm and I'm fine with that if, because it seems that you know, and Zabinajad hit on it. He's like, we don't need a captain. We're you know we're we're all you know fine in the locker room and and you know we know what what needs to be done. You know, I I mean, look again, they're the team. I, I'm not here to tell anybody what what they need or what they don't need. I do like the idea of having a captain. That's just my preference that, you know, when the team may go into a little bit of a tailspin, you need you need a player to sort of motivate the team. You, you can only hear the coach yell at you so often, waiting where, you know, you may need a player to get in somebody's face. You know, and maybe, maybe those guys do it on their own, but I think it's always good to look to that one guy to sort of lead you, you know, out of that funk. Um, you know, uh, I, I think one guy who could potentially, and this is down the road, like a couple of years is, um, Leis. I, I think that he could potentially have that kind of those attributes. Now he may not even be on the opening night roster. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but you know, Anderson is somebody I think who, who has that potential, um, you know, to be that guy. Um, but again, that's, that's a couple of years down the road. Um, you know, for me, but you know, I'm I'm fine with no captain. And, and look, if they name Zabinish had the captain, I'm fine with it. You know, oh, again, I'm not in the locker room. I'm not uh, at practice, so I, I have no idea what goes on. Yeah, but well. you know, for for me, you know, just seeing his interaction the way he is, you know, he's sort of like a like I said, a happy go lucky sort of funny, you know, light hearted guy keeps it light in the room. You know, type guy, which is great, and and if that's the type of leadership this team, he's no works, Kelly Kissio. <laughs> that's right, the, ori- <laughs> the original number eleven captain. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's I I just don't see, you know, captain there. I mean, another guy you could potentially say is is Mark Stahl. Um, yeah. I just think he's just <laughs> too polarizing of a guy, you know, with this fan base, like. You know, the, I, I think the fan base would like freak out. I mean, they freak out when the, he when he's in the lineup. Can give it a Jesper. Come on, give it a Jesper. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've I've seen people mention him as well, but yeah, he he just seems like a quiet little guy who sits in the corner and like you know, like do, do you see him like getting in like no. you know someone's face like you know in the locker room? <laughs> There's no way. Know. Maybe you maybe maybe we see uh, maybe Truba gets it down the road or something. Who knows? Yeah, he, he seems that kind of guy. But again, another great problem to have. You know, who's going to be the captain? They don't need one. It's all good stuff. Nobody's really hammering on it right now. And uh, 
Uh, it's it'll be uh, that's another great another good story, Katie, for us to uh, watch unwind here. Uh, at least maybe maybe we'll have somebody by next week. But if not, like I said, as the season goes on, we'll see what happens. Um, so look, uh, let's let's wind things up here, KD. Um, as we get started, we we got to bring up the man crush of the week. I mean, we're gonna do this. <laughs> we're gonna do this once a week, uh, just so the fans know. We're, we're looking to be doing this on Wednesday nights at nine o'clock. We're gonna come to you live as well too, and uh, we're hoping to get um, the fans involved down the road. Maybe we'll do a couple of calls, uh, see how the shows go. Um, maybe not so much right out of the gate, but definitely as the season goes on. And uh, we're also going to bring in some guests and and uh, and have a lot of fun. And again, you know, uh, once the games start, it, then the stories just get created. And uh, right now, just touching on uh, where the team is at and what's been happening. So, so if you had to pick, do you have a man crush of the week this week, or what do you got, KD? Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it's got to be Greg McKegg, just for his name alone. <laughs> <laughs> when I mean. Like it seems made up. It's like Frank the Tank from from the movie Old School. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like Greg McKegg. You know, it, it sounds like you know one of my friends' nicknames. Like you know, he's the guy who used to you know eat McDonald's and drink beer all the time. You know, <laughs> put him up on the board, ladies and That's gentlemen. Right. The first <laughs> official man crush of the week. <laughs> For the debut and, of the Go Rangers radio show, <laughs> and, and don't be surprised if he's on if he's on the opening night roster too. I mean, it probably is the uh, you know extra forward, but he's been pretty impressive in camp as well. You know, to go beyond his name, which is amazing. If he makes, the, if he makes opening night, buddy, I'm getting your jersey for you. Oh man, right. that's awesome! <laughs> you can't, you can't. I, I may I may never take that off. <laughs> no doubt, we're gonna have it. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. So, uh, all right. So, last thing we'll touch on, obviously, everybody, we're coming back here next Wednesday night. Uh, we're opening up against the Jets, and then uh, you know, it's it's the Senators and the Oilers and then the Devils. Uh, let's, uh, I you know, I don't even want to talk about the other teams right now, especially the other teams locally and stuff. We'll we'll let all that happen going on here. But um, uh, you, you got to be excited, uh, KD. Uh, you know, we, we're finally here doing this show tonight. Uh, and get things going off, and then obviously we'll do the the real live show next week, and and, and we promise you guys out there, and uh, we can't thank everybody enough for the support we've just gotten in the last couple of days with the marketing and everything and the feedback we've gotten. We appreciate it, but um, I'm pumped for the uh, the national anthem and the uh, and the guys getting dressed out and going up and seeing where this thing takes off. So uh, where are you going to be, man, uh, on Thursday night, buddy? Uh, you're going into town. You're going to be home. What's going on? I'm 43 years old. <laughs> With three kids, a mortgage, I'm going to be in my basement. And, you know, I see online, like, people have these, like, awesome, like, ranger man caves. Yeah, what's up like, with that? Like, I have to, like, swim through the toys <laughs> in my basement to, like, get to the couch. I hear you, man. You know, and just, like, do I do, like, uh, like toy snow angels, like, <laughs> on the on the basement floor to make room for myself to sit there with like you know my cooler beer <laughs> there you go folks we're keeping it real for you okay no hollywood rock stars behind is that, the mics here. Is, that is that the tmi is these young no, people man, call it these I, days it's all good man look uh this is uh it's great man i'll be the same thing i'll be uh you know if i'm awake <laughs> that's right there you go that's the other thing that is that is true like, you know, like I don't fall asleep yeah. with a six-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Back in the day when I did the blog, I used to have to DVR the games because you know I had to put the kids to sleep and all that stuff. And I watch. I'd be up till like two in the morning. Like I'd miss like the second period because I'd be sleeping. And I'd like, wake up. I'd be writing recaps till four in the morning. 
like forget it now like you said i'm like asleep by nine that's because you were hammered kd <laughs> that you is were true hung over just like that's right too much <laughs> but look man hey with the technology now with the highlights and oh man it, it's just it's unbelievable how instant everything is today I, I mean i crack up as a guy who was uh you know building a network you know almost 10 years ago and they didn't have any of this stuff i mean you just all you need is your phone now and a twitter account and they're pumping highlights and whatever just happened somebody breathed somebody you know sneezed and it's it's there it's the the gifts it's just it's incredible so uh we won't have any uh excuses kd now as far as uh being up to date on uh you know the uh who 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 took the uh too many men on the ice penalty in the third period with seven minutes left you know so we got to stay on our toes with that no doubt about it but look, buddy. Hey, look. Uh, we're gonna wrap things up tonight. It's uh, it's been great just to kind of uh, touch base, and 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 we want to invite everybody in here with us at Go Rangers Radio. Me and Kevin are so excited about doing this. Um, can't wait for the games to start because that's what matters, right, Kevin? We just got to get the games going, roll into it, and we'll all take this ride together. Uh, this new team is the rebuild begins, uh, and it should be a lot of fun starting next week. And me and Kevin will be back here next Wednesday. And don't forget, everybody, uh, follow us at Go Rangers Radio everywhere. And the podcast, uh, and Kevin, just tell everybody, too, GoRangersRadio.com. Uh, the new website went up today. Uh, this show will be on there tomorrow afternoon. And then all the shows going forward. And then uh, we'll have updates on uh, all the, um, you know, the, the simulcast and the syndications and all the podcasts. So everybody that's out there listening, whatever platform you listen to us on uh, or whatever is your favorite platform, we'll have it stuff. So, uh, so KD, look, man, I'm uh, really excited to do this with you. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, I can't wait to just uh, just start watching the games and, and, and uh, you know, going back and forth with you, buddy. I really appreciate you doing this with me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'm excited. And, you know, everybody who's listening, don't be afraid to, uh, you know, hit us up on Twitter, what you like, what you don't like, you know, about the show, you know, what, what you'd like us to talk about. You know, definitely I'm always on Twitter. You're always on Twitter. Um, you know, so definitely, you know, you know, tell me I suck or we suck. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> come on, buddy. Hey, I, I, can, I can take it. I can take it. <laughs> Um, you know, what, what you want want to hear from us, what we're not talking about, or, you know, uh, you know what drinks you want us to drink while we're while we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely let us know. I think the the interaction, you know, with you guys, the listeners is, is going to be a huge part of the show. I think we're we're gonna do call-ins, right, Paulie? Yeah, we got a whole bunch of stuff. We'll keep pumping it out there. Yeah, so, uh, so you know, we want we want you guys, you know, involved in this as much as possible. Not just Paulie and I, sort of, you know, going back and forth here. We, you know, we want to build a relationship with you guys and, and you know turn this into something really great. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Well, thanks everybody so much for listening tonight, and catch us next week everywhere at GoRangersRadio.com and at GoRangersRadio. Let's go Rangers! Good night, everybody. Yeah.